<laughs> I'm hoping that it gets out of DC a little bit. I want to play Justice with like. How are they going to get out of DC? Like, who are you going to put in there that's not DC? Start putting Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. I don't know who you put. But but the very core. We should really be saving all this for the podcast. Yeah, we always okay, talk yeah. about things before the. I need to write this yeah. down. I was about to launch in a whole tirade, and I was like, "Wait, this is perfect for the podcast." What's going on, Geek? You're listening to the Geeks of the Grace podcast. My name is Cody Yarmer. I'm here with Joe Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> That's old school. Uh, and Shelly Walter. Bing. <laughs> that was perfect. How are you guys doing today? Go for it, Shelly. I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm delightful. All right, I guess I'll just jump right into it. I'm doing pretty good. I had a job interview today, so. With a game developer? Is that correct? Uh, yeah, it's like a... Wait, oh wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah, they're basically game developers. They What they do is they create games for the classroom, and they have, you know, games that help, that teach you okay. leadership and business and, you know, stuff like that. Um, kind of went more into that in the interview, but I shouldn't talk about that stuff because yeah, it's, yeah. like, official. Um, I was going to say, yeah, but, be careful with that yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, I think I they can say got this say really that. great thing coming out. It's called... <laughs> no, I'm not, I won't well, that. Sounds, that. Um, that sounds really no, cool, though. It's super yeah. cool. It's, like, the small startup company, so they're looking for an intern, so I was like, hey, why not? Why don't I do it? And it's not the end of the world if I don't get it. I, I have other jobs I can go get. It's not actually sure. desperate need for me to get a job at the moment, but I just thought sure, it'd be right. good. Good experience. Yeah. So, Your end goal is that. Expensive. Hmm? Your end goal is Xbox? Oh, that would be amazing. Yes. <laughs> Which now oh. means PC. Yeah. yeah that too. <laughs> Microsoft <laughs> in general. Yeah, Microsoft, Microsoft in general is the goal. Um, there's actually one guy who works there who used to work at Nintendo, and um, I was like, ah, oh, Nintendo. That's awesome. That would be really cool <laughs> to be an intern under. Yeah, I, oh, I hope sh- you get it. Thanks, yeah. I hope I do too. Um, but besides that, I... Finally, basically, uh, finished Dragon Age Origins. <laughs> it took me a while. But, I mean, I say basically because I te- haven't technically finished it and there's more DLC stuff, but I finished it to the point where I need to um, to move on to the next game. And my friend owes, um, owns Dragon Age 2 on her Xbox. So I was like, okay. So there's the whole, you know, Dragon Age keep online, and I'm, I'm assuming I could take my save state from there onto Xbox, even though it's not, um, you know, since I wasn't doing it on PC. No, I was doing it on PC, not Xbox. So I go over to her house, and I'm playing it, and it's it doesn't work, so I have to use a, oh. you know, default save state. But I'm still playing the game, and it's super fun. I'm really into it, and I'm actually going to go back there tomorrow and play more. Uh, so... Yeah, besides that, I'm playing, play, still playing lots of Fire Emblem. Uh, <laughs> can't stop. I can't stop. I'm, like, grinding so much. But it's fun. So. Can't uh, stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> um, I also tried Borderlands 2 for the first time, so that was cool. Really? I've you always wanted to play Borderlands so. game. Never have. You've <laughs> never played Borderlands? No, but they look amazing. Huh. Yeah. They they are um, a lot of fun. They got a lot of witty humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it was fun. I was playing on my friend's uh, Xbox, 
and see i'm not familiar i'm not good at fps's with a controller i'm hardly good on pc so i had to kind of learn especially okay. with split, split screen and you know all that stuff but it was super fun so that's that's what i've been geeking out about yeah. Yeah. how about you joe you said uh, what i said <laughs> mojo jojo Binge poke, you owe me a coke. Um, <laughs> I've been watching Voltron this week. I'm not yeah. super deep into it. It's got like 11 episodes online. I have finished okay. four. Remind you of so, Korra yet? A little bit, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I really like the art style. The the characters, my brother was like, who's your favorite character? Who's your favorite, you know, who's your favorite paladin? Who's your favorite uh, cat? Okay. And I think I identify with Hulk or Hunk. Hulk. Most. Hulk. Yeah. Hulk. The, the voice casting for this is great. Yeah, they did really good with it. It's it's pretty cool. And uh I, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, so the, the yellow one hunk is, is the one I identify with. Yeah, he's a bigger guy and uh he's he's kinda he struggles with his self esteem a little bit, you can kinda tell. But he's very compassionate. Mm-hmm. Like kinda thinks of the team, foot of the team. And I, I kinda identify with all of those qualities, I think. So mm-hmm. It's pretty cool to see somebody that I personally identify with as one of right. five members of, of the team. It's pretty cool. Um, I, my favorite part about it so far has been Lance. And he's the voice of Finn the Human in Adventure Time. Lance is the blue one? Yep. Okay. My brother said he identifies with Keith. Okay. I probably power. identify with Lance just because I'm goofy. But I don't want to say that I identify with the main character because that's the most like conceited thing you can say. <laughs> Is he really the main character? Like from what I've seen so far, I've not finished it. So from what I've seen so far, like it, I mean, it, the first episode kind of hones in on him, but it they do it, a really good job of keeping it, I guess, separate. I I, I think of him as the main character. Um, I think Shiro is going to have that. Shiro's his name. I think yep. he's going to have the most important story. Um, you start to get a little bit of backstory on everybody, which is really cool. Okay. Uh, Keith I, I is really Glenn like in too. Walking Dead. Really? Yep. Okay. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Um, and our producer, LJ, just said that, I guess, uh, Norman Reedus is in episode six. I didn't know that. but Does he have an umbilical baby? Uh, <laughs> I hope not. Uh, Terrifying. <laughs> People are like, "What are you talking about? You didn't watch E3." Go if back. anybody, yeah, you go back to the last yeah. podcast. E3. It's whatever Kojima-san is working on. <laughs> Super Kojima weird. Kojima doing Kojima things. <laughs> I would rather it be Kojima doing Kojima things than Inafune doing Inafune things because. <laughs> yeah. That's not working out very well for him right now. I, anyway. I guess so. <laughs> um. I've been playing a lot of Odin Sphere Life Thrasir. Okay. It's a PlayStation 4 game. It's a remaster of a PS3 game. They've, they've added some extra functionality and stuff to it. Beautiful hand-drawn artwork. Um, the action is all kind of 2D, oh, side-scrolling yeah. beat-em-up. And so I played through the main character. That's the, the girl that's on the front of the box art. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is a Valkyrie, the daughter of okay. Odin. And I played through her story, and it turns out, like, there are five whole stories in this game. That's cool. Like, eight to ten hours apiece. So, (laughs) I'm on the second character right now. He's the Puka Prince. That's what they call him. Um, (laughs) A Puka is a human that's been cursed into basically a rabbit. Okay. He was the prince of another nation that got cursed. 
And, uh, and so like I'm running around. Like the, like the princess and the frog, except he's a bunny. Yeah, a little bit. And so he's that's what it is. He's like he's on this quest for love, but it's his storyline is that he's he's trying to turn back to a human so that he can profess his love for for the love of his life. Um, okay. but he controls completely differently. You end up fighting a lot of the same bosses and there are only like five or six areas in the game, so you replay a lot of the same areas. That's cool, though. But the stories are completely different, and they all play completely different. So super huh. interesting. It's like uh, it's, it's a full priced game, but this was out on PlayStation Three, and, and like I said, it's been remastered. They have both the old style and the remastered style. Both you you can play through on this copy. So um, I don't have a review written up for it, but I can definitely uh, I would suggest it to people. I've I've put about. 15 hours into it so far and it's pretty great uh and then on top of that i'm just keep on trucking with overwatch man that's anytime (laughs) anytime i'm doing something multiplayer it's overwatch Overwatch. yeah cool Uh, which reminds me we have a review of overwatch on geeksundergrace.com just went live today as of the recording of this uh maurice really liked it and i'm not gonna argue with maurice on that score i really like the game as well so very cool. What about you? Uh, what about you, Cody? What have you been geeking out about? I actually did one of the geekiest things. I feel like I went to Comic Con, so that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, got to watch a lot of cool panels. Usually, the celebrity panels are a bit light at Denver Comic Con. This year, that was not the case. They have a theater that they never open up. They opened up the actual theater um, part of the convention center for this because there was uh, which seats about five thousand, I think. Oh wow. Um, it was huge. Um, so I got to see, uh, for Shannara Chronicles, the guy that plays Deathstroke, I can't remember his name, and then the guy who plays Gimli in Lord of the Rings. Oh, um, cool. Deathstroke, obviously, <laughs> wow. an arrow, and then Gimli from Lord of the Rings. Um, and so we're not usually like a celebrity gossip thing here on uh, Geeks Under Grace, but a couple things that I thought were interesting. First of all, the guy that plays Gimli saying that um, uh, Game of Thrones is hot garbage. And he had more choice words besides that. Oh, I bet, yeah. Uh, it was really interesting. He was, uh, he, he was talking story-wise. He was like, it was really good the first few seasons, and now they have no idea what they're doing because they're trying to wait for the books to He's not wrong. Finish. <laughs> so that was interesting. And the guy that plays Deathstroke, Manu is his last name, I believe. Um, he even was like, where's the press? I can't believe you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Stan Lee was there. Hey, that was really I big. He almost got in a lot of trouble because who's going to get Stan Lee in trouble? Oh, he was. They were not happy. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? Yeah. The question that was asked, they all were questioned with the audience, um, was, "What is your favorite uh, cameo?" And he says, "Well, the cameo that I did isn't out yet. My favorite one isn't out yet." Um, he goes, "I've recorded four or five. And he goes, uh, my favorite one is, I can't tell you what happens, but it's in the movie. And his manager stopped him. And he goes, I, I can't even tell him what movie it was? And they were like, no, 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 And so uh. he asked his manager a little bit. His manager's getting all mad. And he was like, well, what I will say is that it was this character. And he like had a mess with the manager a little bit. And the manager got up and was like waving his hands around, freaking out. And he's like, I'm not, not going to tell <laughs> them, guys. It's funny. okay. <laughs> wow. But Do you realize who I am? Do you right. realize? 
someone in the crowd actually shouted. Like we were all booing, obviously, and someone in the crowd was like, "Just do it, Stanley. They can't stop you. They can't <laughs> stop you. No one can stop you. We love you, and they can't stop you. What are they gonna do?" Uh, so that was really interesting. Um, he, I think he said four or five cameos he's done right now. He's in the middle of like getting recorded. Um, the other thing with uh, I can't remember Spider-Man's new name, the new actor. Um, the oh, new actor for Spider-Man, though, he said is Spider-Man. Tom Holland, that's it. Uh, Boy McTeeny Bopper. According to Stanley, <laughs> Tom Holland, he met him. He is the incarnation of what Stanley thought when creating Spider-Man. Oh, that's, that's pretty a, high praise. That's a good thing, I yeah. think. <laughs> so that's that was a really big deal. Um, so I just wanted to get those out there from Comic-Con. I think those were big. I actually saw that um, as a written news story somewhere. Um, the one about Stanley talking about Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, and then just personally, I had a lot of fun. Um, got a media pass, so I got a little bit of filming done. Um, and I, I got a lot of art every time we go to Comic-Con. We get a ton of art. Um, sure. So there's oh, yeah. pieces that I want to shout out because I went through all of them. I should have my own podcast for that. Um, <laughs> so we have a few pieces I think are really cool. First of all, Firefly Book 4. Um, there is a comic series, and we get the fourth book uh, because the artist who drew it was there, and he signed that for us, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, he signs it, and when he does his signature, he does his signature into a drawing of Mel. From Firefly. Oh, that's Whoa. cool. Yeah, so that was neat. Um, we got... I can't remember the guy's name. His name is Mark something. He was an artist for Green Lantern, New 52 stuff, um, and Superboy. And we actually got an ink from Superboy's comics. So for those who don't know, the artist will go in and they will draw the comic book. They will then copy that and then put it on digital. And that's when they start to print the, the comic. Um, so we have the original piece, and it's Raven meditating. Med, uh, Raven oh, from okay. Yes. Oh. Uh, my oh. favorite piece, I have not seen yet, but it's still my favorite. We have this artist we go to every single year. Um, she does amazing, amazing work. Um, and me and my wife told her to draw us as superheroes. If she wanted uh, to pull inspiration from Nightwing and Starfire, we wouldn't be mad. Um, <laughs> I told her to have as much creative freedom as she likes with that. Um, so I'm getting that on Tuesday. We're actually going to go out to dinner with her. Um, she's in town till Wednesday for the con. Um, staying a little bit long. She has other friends and we've just gotten really close with her. So That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's my big things. I'm, that took way too long. <laughs> um, oh, that's, that's fun. I'm bored with Inquisition already. Uh, wow, that is. You gotta start from the beginning. You gotta play <laughs> Origins first. I'm gonna try to pull it back up. I just am having a hard time. Like I played it up until the title screen, and then I was like, "All right." And then I got a horse, and the horse was cool. Oh yeah, um, the horse. The, you don't use the horse. I'm I never use the horse. Fallout Four to where I don't know what to do, and I think that's probably just an RPG thing. Um, but like, there are so many different missions to do right now, and I. I'm confused as to what the main mission is. So I've just been doing everything. I killed a buffalo. That was fun. Um, Down a buffalo. <laughs> but yeah, I'll probably play it again. Uh, but Rocket League is my old, always my game that I go back to. And uh, Rocket League just had a new update with a oh. new... Yeah, and new... Uh, it has a trade-in system, which is weird. 
you may, if you've been playing Rocket League lately, you've been noticing that you get like five or six different flags. Um, you're going to be able to trade those in now. I was really confused until I figured that out. Um, so let me give you a couple more suggestions real quick. The the post E3 sale is still going on on PlayStation. Okay. Um, and so I would encourage you to look through there and see if there's anything you want. I mean, they've got like Lego Marvel is five dollars okay. right now as well. That's cool. And you so you were saying that uh, Mega Man Collection. Mega Man Collection for the Legacy. It's the first six Mega Man games is ten dollars right now. And for the sounds of it, you want that more than Mighty Number no. Nine if you're a Mega Man fan. Uh, if we'll you want about that a Mega Man, yeah. Injustice is eight bucks right now. Okay, I love Injustice. I haven't, I don't own it anymore. Um, but Injustice is a great game. Super excited about the second one. The only thing, other thing that I'm geeking out about, and then we can move on, is just Voltron as well. Um, I've been watching that. That's been great. Um, been watching Preacher still. I'm starting to lose interest. It's starting to go downhill. Um, they're they're trying to go for a wow factor. And they tries to one up itself every episode, and it's getting kind of ridiculous. Yeah, mm. but that's it. So, so we're talking about gaming news. There's a lot of gaming stuff going on. Joe, we'll let you take it away. Yeah. So in the news this week, Nintendo has once again said we don't care about keeping up with our competitors, <laughs> which I think is really stupid. Oh. Um, they they basically came out and said we care about content, not specs. <laughs> um. Which is a clever way, not so clever, of doing the same thing they did with the Wii, where they were like, or the Wii U, rather, where they were like, right. oh, yeah, all our competitors have better hardware, but we're doing different stuff. We got, a, we got like, a big touchscreen on the gamepad. So. <laughs> what I don't understand is if you care about content, then you should want more content. Like, let third parties in. Yes, thank you. I don't care if you're happen? the worst of the three, spec-wise. But be able to keep up, like consistently, not for like till PS4 comes out. I mean, if you if you look back at the NES and SNES libraries, what made them so epic? Yeah, they had a lot of first party content, but if if you compare the SNES and the Genesis libraries, like there's a there's a fair deal of crossover there because the third parties were only creating content for those, right? Um, and even there's even some of that going on with the 64, but then and and a little bit with the GameCube too, I believe. But you get to the Wii and it's like uh, this is a bit more complex than I mean, you know, it's it's so different than what we're doing with the other two consoles and GameCube. I think is where it kind of started to change. I definitely felt like the GameCube was the kids' console, and then the adults got the PS2. But there were definitely games that I was playing on the GameCube that were. Um, Cross-platform. I mean, that was kind of... It was the Wii that really shut it down because the controls were so different. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, when they started getting experimental with the controls. Where they're like, oh, well, you guys can't adapt to our games, so we're going to make our own games, and that's that. Because nobody... I mean, you know, the Wii U tried to bring some third-party stuff over at the very beginning of its life cycle. It's like, oh, look, yeah. we have Batman uh, Arkham City, that, that mm-hmm. crazy Wii U edition, and we have Ninja Gaiden, Assassin's and we have Call Creed. of Duty... Assassin's Creed was on there. Yeah. And they were mm-hmm. like but but they only did three or four of those. And yeah, what LJ's saying is exactly right. Those of us that have other consoles have already played those. And so uh, mm-hmm. uh, you're not reselling any of those copies. And unfortunately, there wasn't enough life in that movement 
Like there, there wasn't enough for the developers to keep generating third-party content. For me, this isn't a big deal because I own the other two consoles and right. I own a PC, so I'm going to get that third-party content elsewhere. But if somebody's only buying one console and they're spending, you know, three or four hundred dollars on a single between console, between the PS4 Neo and the Xbox whatever S thing and the Wii, the Nintendo NX. They're yeah. going to choose one with more games. If they have to pick yeah. one of those three, they're not going to pick the Nintendo NX. And I think that's a Being huge logical. I mean, and, and, you know, you get people that are like, oh, I only buy it for the first-party content. Well, sure, that's understandable. Right. You pick which, which one you're going to go with for the first-party content. But if you pick the only console that has no third-party content, yeah, you're only getting it for the first-party content because there is nothing else. Right. They are becoming a secondary console. They're the second choice. I mean, yeah. everybody says that PC Master Race is so good. That's because everybody with a PC can play all of those games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Definitely. I just I'm scared. Nintendo is just riding on pure popularity right now. They're just just depending on their fans to buy their stuff, no matter what happens. And this is how much we praise the not Zelda last work week. anymore. Yeah, I mean, th- I just I'm scared that. That game is going to be the only big game on <laughs> the NX. It's the game that everyone was looking forward to be on the Wii U, and now it's being right. released at the very end of the Wii U's life and the beginning of the NX's life, and that's just not really a good way to I mean, handle it. I'm sure we'll get plenty of first-party titles. Well, we'll get a few first-party titles over the years. Yeah. But if, if they have no third-party support, then my Wii U has set on the shelf. It's become my Netflix machine. Because I've drug it into another room, but it sat here dormant unless Nintendo got a new release, and then I played through the new release, or I played, you know, a day or two of whatever garbage they were spewing <laughs> out. Tried to play through it. Right. Star Fox Pokemon Tournament. Oh my goodness, both of those. I mean, <laughs> I, I was about to go on a big tangent, but I've tried Star Fox so many times, and I'm they've they've put the nail in that coffin for me. I'll never buy another Star Fox game. They probably won't have another. Anyway, yeah, there probably won't be another. To be honest. But I hope that they, all that said to say, I hope that they will make it enticing for third-party developers to come to the NX. That's the thing for anyone listening. is like, man, these guys really hate on Nintendo. Like, you got to realize it's because we love Nintendo and we want them to succeed. And just watching this is so hard for all of us. Let me give you one quick example. This just came out last week. We didn't mention it because we did the E3 podcast, but Terraria came out for the Wii U last week, okay? Okay. Terraria's been around forever on every other platform. It's $30 on the Wii U. Yeah. I mean, even... Didn't they just... uh, Maybe not just get Minecraft on the Wii U as well, but it's like uh, Minecraft's been out forever as well. I mean, granted, I think it's... $30 $30 on, on both. But still, it's like, Minecraft's been out forever. Terraria's been out forever. I just... Uh, Nintendo, I mean, you don't even have to have... Back. You don't even have to have a gaming computer to play those games. They're so right. low-res. They're so simple. Like, it's... The reason Minecraft and Terraria are both so popular is because you don't need a fancy computer to play them. You can literally play, can play on them any on my laptop Mac. anywhere. You can play it on a stupid Mac. <laughs> That's why. They're popular. And, and then it's like, oh... Now let's bring it onto the Wii U. It's like, no one's going to buy it. Are you kidding me? Um, I I pulled up Steam right now. Terraria on Steam right now, 
ten dollars, and you have all the modding community that everything the modding community has oh, done yeah. for the last few years. Those mods, though. And so it just it doesn't make sense uh, the way that they're approaching that stuff. Anyway, um, let's go ahead and move on before we we totally tear <laughs> we down just get more any angry. goodwill we have <laughs> with fans. Yeah. Um, injustice okay, too, because we love them. Yeah. Yeah. We want good things. It's tough love. Uh, Injustice 2, based on everything that we've seen, um, could have as many as 10 DLC characters, and there's currently a petition for Archie? No, there's not. I'm saying that I'm petitioning for Archie. Oh, you're petitioning for Archie. <laughs> I think we need a petition for Archie. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Just He's crossed over with everything time. else. If you can get the Predator in Mortal Kombat, I think we can get Archie in DC's Injustice. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That would be I like I don't even know what Archie would do. Crouch <laughs> Veronica? I don't know. <laughs> There's an Archie versus Predator. There is. There this really? is a thing. I didn't know that. I don't know how versus it is, but he's Predator goes into the comics and yeah. Like, Jumping Ninja Ninja running out of nowhere. A Ninja Turtle would be cool. Is that are they DC or or Marvel? I can't remember. I don't know, but I know that Batman and Ninja Turtles had a crossover. I think they're their own thing. Okay. I think yeah. I don't think they're they're connected with closely connected with. Either. I don't know how you would. You'd have to choose one of the four, and that would be sad. But. Mirage Studios is the name of the company that that published their stuff. Okay. What so What is your guys' one. DLC pick? Oh my goodness! Uh, I'm not a big DC guy. I would. I don't. I don't even know who the characters that are going to be in the game are right now. Same. I'm I don't just, know all I'm of just, them. Uh... I know Supergirl, Gorilla Grodd, are big ones. Um, Aquaman, Superman, obviously Batman. I'm assuming Harley Quinn's going to be in there. Probably. She was in the last one. Killer Croc, Bane. Killer Croc would be a new one, I think. That'd be See, cool. Yeah. I was, Batman villains. That that's who I would go with. <laughs> I want Beast Boy more so. I love Beast Boy personally, but I think that seeing it, the developers would have to spend a lot of time trying to figure out how to make that a move set, and I think that could be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think Beast Boy is great, and I think all the Teen Titans are great because they're the most I know about anything DC. So anyone <laughs> from Teen Titans. If you could yeah. have a move that turned Beast Boy into, so usually in most fighting games you have a heavy, you have a speed uh, fighter. Something like that. If you could have Beast yeah. Boy turn into a different animal that changed his fighting style, that could be cool. Oh, that's sick. And don't they have like a big kind of? I mean, my first thought was Smash, like like Super Smash Bros. Move, kind of like a big finishing yes. kind of move. Yes. Like if he turned into you know dinosaur or something and just right. chomped the crap out of whoever he's fighting. <laughs> what if you could get like uh, the comedian or? Um... The, the guys from, oh, what is that comic called? The Watchmen. Uh, oh, Watchmen? Watchmen! Okay. That would be Rorschach. Cool. Oh, if you could be, be Rorschach. Sick. That'd be amazing. See, there's a uh, lot of cool choices. I'm excited for it. I don't usually like DLCs. Um, I miss the days where you would win, and then you got a character. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a little yeah. bit of that. I miss that. Um, yeah. But a lot of these characters, I, I would pay money for some of these characters, for sure. Hmm. Cool. Um, okay, well, with that said, we can go into this week's pull list. We actually have a pretty significant pull list this week. I'm surprised. Um, Sony's pumping a bunch out. It's like they waited. Like, nothing came out last week. 
Right. And now they're like, oh, here's everything that we've got for the last six weeks that we've been holding. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, so let's go ahead and start straight off the top. Mighty number nine. Now, we... Yay! Di- <laughs> Mighty number nine. We discussed this what? a little bit earlier in the show. Uh, it is from Kaiji Inafune. I hope I pronounced that name correctly. Um, KG, Kaiji, I don't know. Uh, Inafune-san is... Uh, he was the creator of Mega Man, if I'm not mistaken. He kick-started this after he left Capcom. Basically said, hey, uh, Japanese developers need to get their heads screwed on, and we got to do this right. So I backed it. I wanted a new Mega Man top game, and Capcom wasn't going to give it to us. So um, it comes out tomorrow. It's going to be $20. And like I said, I'm a backer, and I still don't have my copy, even though I filled out everything for it. Now, maybe they'll send it to me tomorrow, since that's technically launch. Okay. Uh, I hope. But <laughs> this game's getting fives and sixes. Reviews are killing it, yeah. They're like, it's aggressively mediocre. That's some of the language I've heard used so far. Aggressively mediocre. <laughs> it's mediocre. It was, uh, um, Mega Man is not in this game. Like, not as a character, but just, like, the feeling of playing a Mega Man game is not in this game not at there. all. That's kind of the look and feel that I'm getting. I mean, and that's sad, because that's what everybody wants. Right. Mm-hmm. I hope that doesn't have ukulele. I'll be very disappointed. IGN called it the blue bomb. Wow. (laughs) Wow. For those that aren't familiar, Mega Man is known as the blue bomber. (laughs) This is the blue bomb. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Wow. I I really hope that I disagree when I finally do get my copy. But we'll find out. Um, Also coming out this week, Grand Kingdom. It's uh, it's an RPG, and uh, LJ will be having. He will have a review for that live pretty soon. I think he's playing through it right now. He's got a review copy, um, and it goes I live. We had him on the podcast. I usually yeah. like want like the three of us, but right now we just got a yes from him <laughs> as he's trying to chat. He he yeah. wants to. <laughs> he's excited. He, he did our preview coverage on it and liked it a ton. Um, and I was able to send their PR rep Friday evening. I said, hey, could we get a review copy? And no joke, within 15 minutes, their PR rep emailed me back. and was like, sure, yeah, absolutely. Just let me know when your coverage is live. Boom. So um, us doing that preview coverage netted LJ that, that review copy. So he's really excited about it. I've been watching some gameplay footage of it, and I'm excited about it as well. That will be live here in about, what, an hour and a half um, as of record time. And LJ's super excited for it. Uh, no final verdict rendered yet, but it's definitely one you should keep your eyes on, especially if you've been looking for a, an RPG. Um I was wrong with that one. Is actually not out this week. Um, Umbrella Core comes out this week. It's kind of a multiplayer game, but it's based on the Resident Evil franchise. So it's like yeah. Resident Evil competitive play. Um, and that was built in the Unity engine, which is kind of curious to see Capcom developing something in the Unity engine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Umbrella Core um, is cool. So... Nintendo Wii U is actually getting two releases this week, and neither go Nintendo. Well, I think hardcore RPG fans might actually be interested in one of these. So we've got Mario and Sonic at the Rio 2016 Olympic Games. There's your game. 
I just small rant here. I am so mad that everyone, all fans pleaded, we need a Mario Sonic crossover, and Nintendo was like, we hear your call. Here, have an Olympics game. Oh man! And then every Olympics, they get to have a new game. Every four years, we reunite. It is the <laughs> worst and coins spot ever. <laughs> Why is Sonic racing Mario? It makes no sense. I'm so mad. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the the other game that's coming out this week, you may be interested in Shelly. I've looked it up and I'm not. Okay. All right. Well. It's Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE. Now, what this basically is is a cross between um, Persona, like the the Persona games, and Fire this Emblem. Cool. Yeah. The FE in the title stands for Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. Yeah. Okay. So it's got Fire Emblem characters in it, and and it's kind of like a Persona RPG, JRPG. Not gonna lie, this might be my swan song on the console. Like, I'm actually interested in in looking at this one. It 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 couldn't be worse than Star Fox. It looks pretty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely a JRPG. What throws me off is that it's, you know, they're like singing and it's like you know, stuff like that, and there's stars. I'm disappointed in how they implemented the Fire Emblem characters because. Okay. There's like there's there's mirages, which is you know in the title, and right. I'm not entirely clear how it's like implemented into the story. There's enemies, but the the main characters can also take in the mirage and um, fight the bad mirages, I think. And so okay. that's they where said you there's get J-pop the... in it. So I'm sold. Oh yeah, there's definitely J-pop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, that's where you get the firebomb characters. Is in the mirages. Uh, so I know that. One of the enemies is King Gangrel from uh, Awakening, so I recognize that face. Also, Krom is apparently bad, which is okay. weird because he's the main character in Awakening. There's also other ones from like some of the other games, um, and plus the ones that they take on. But I don't know. I think I it actually have to looks pretty cool. Look yeah, I think and it actually it, looks but... pretty cool. Um, and then uh, you know, there have been no JRPGs. There have been no RPGs on the Wii U at all ever. That anyway, is true. So. That is true. The last game ever to be released on the console is a JRPG. <laughs> Enjoy. I mean, I may, I, I should probably look into it a little bit more. Is but... that official? Is that, is that a real thing? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I would be really sad. Xenoblade Chronicles was an RPG. I mean, it was a big open world RPG. So. Right. Oh, yeah. Zelda, um, the blah, blah, blah. Breath of the Wind. Breath of the, Breath of the Wild. Wild. Breath of the Wild. Xenoblade is actually working on fixing problems. For Zelda right now. Oh, interesting! That that team. That's cool. Read that somewhere in the back of the internet. Okay. Just want to throw that. Out. Um, and then the rest of this stuff is coming out for the PlayStation Four this week. We got a lot here, so I'm just going to kind of churn through them. Assemblance, uh, and I have the PlayStation blog pulled up right now, so I can kind of read the description of these real quick. A single-player first-person psychological thriller. That's what a semblance is. Okay. Um. Let's see. Deadlight Director's Cut. That is uh, kind of a remaster of a zombie game that came out several years ago on PC and I think on maybe on Xbox 360. Um, Drawful 2. Drawful's kind of one of those party games. Real weird. Um, uh, okay, yeah. Dreamles. Dreamles? It's the Not word dribbles. animals with the word dream. Dream A-L-S. Okay, that sounded really bad. 
Dreamles. <laughs> uh, Dream Quest. There's a world of dreams Stuff called Dreamland. Yeah. Where anyone can have their wishes granted, three wounded and homeless animals happen cool. to enter Dreamland. Will they be able to find the lost treasure of Dreamland and save the world? Oh, Kirby, I say hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, one that I'm actually really interested in watching some gameplay footage of, Electronic Super Joy. Uh, Electronic Super Joy is a challenging platformer featuring pulse-pounding soundtrack by EDM superstar NV. Run, okay. jump, fly, and smash your way through 50 unique levels. So it's kind of like techno with a, with, a, with a platformer. I think that sounds kind of cool. It'd be cool. It looks like a, like a Super Meat Boy type thing. Yeah. Uh, Funk of the Titans uh, is a thrilling and addictive game, simple and fun to play, but hard to master. I hate that cheese. <laughs> simple like and fun to play, but hard to master. Oh, like chess or checkers. You're not <laughs> giving me anything. I'm disappointed that it has nothing to do with Teen Titans or Attack on Titan. <laughs> you will control Perseus, the son of Zeus, and the protector of legendary holy music, the Funk. <laughs> Run across ancient Greek mythology, risk your life jumping over crazy platforms, collect funk vinyl, beat enemies, wear epic costumes, ride the legendary Pegasus, and smash the musical titans in fierce dance battles. See, now I'm just thinking of Attack on Titans, but with funk music, and all the titans are just, you know, <laughs> just discoing, and oh like, gosh. Someone needs to make this. I think Did I could you be see Kronos, like, throwing down? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's have that. No oh, man. I want that game. Um, MXGP2, it's a motocross racing game coming out for the PlayStation 4 this week. Um, and N-E-R-O, Nero, nothing ever remains obscure. Uh, it's a wonderful journey in a world of incredible beauty. A story-driven game with puzzles and intuitive controls where the environment is connected to the characters and their past. Nothing ever remains obscure because of hipsters. <laughs> Nero hipster edition. I made it really close to my mic. I should probably not do that. It actually sounded like good. Okay, no, that's fun. good. Okay, like um, right up to it. Pirates Treasure Hunters. It's a MOBA with pirates. Okay. That's right. coming out on the PlayStation 4. Free to play. So if you're looking for a MOBA on the PS4, uh, well, there's other MOBAs on the PS4, but still. Uh, Professional Farmer 2017. Hey. That sounds like the most boring game ever. Get ready for the rural lifestyle. <laughs> this game is set on your own farm. <laughs> I can't. Case uh, of the year. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Like it looks, it, it looks like the same art as um, Farm Simulator, but it's yeah. not. Like it's not. It's the same simulator. style box art, but that makes me wonder if Professional Farmer is just copping. Uh, what Farming Simulator has done. I don't know if it's the same thing at all. Drive if you don't have to get up at 4 a.m. and go to bed at midnight, it's not real. You're not a professional. If you're going to bed at midnight and waking up at 4, you're not sleeping enough. I don't That's care if you're alive. <laughs> I think you're not actually making money. You're not actually <laughs> harvesting and making money off it. You're, you're not a professional farmer. You're a farmer noob. <laughs> you're paying... For a simulation. Or they probably said like a little bit later than that, but I had many farm friends in my old hometown that I lived in, and they were literally, when the sun came up was when they woke up, and when yep. the sun went down, it was time for bed. 
LJ makes a good point. Play Stardew Valley instead. Oh, man, yeah, Harvest great. Moon. Yeah, yeah it's a Harvest Moon stocking. Yeah. So there you go. That's it uh, coming out for everything that I can think of for the week. <laughs> um, I hope there's... the creator of that game doesn't listen to this and they're like, I put a lot of time into this farm simulator. Like, <laughs> Dude, you should have done your own original box art if you cared that much. The 2017 throws me off. That's that's what throws me off. If it's like professional farmer, you know, something else. But like the whole 2017 makes it sound like there's going to be another one. Or that there's the harvest is almost halfway done now. They always do that with the farm simulator games. That's, yeah, that's exactly. Thing, exactly. So it's just, ah, uh, gosh. You know, the art and the... Uh, it's the same font and everything. The font, like, <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know what it is, but it reminds me of Goat Simulator as well. Yeah. Well, Goat Simulator did the same thing, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's all the same. I yeah. feel like this is going to be less silly. It's going to be really like, this is what you do. This is amazing. The farm life is not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be the podcast title name. <laughs> farm life is not a joke. Oh, man. That was great. <laughs> oh, we man. should move on. That's, uh, that's it for the week <laughs> for video we got out What do we got going on in anime? Come on, go and get yourself together. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was so funny, but I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it's okay, not a joke. Compose myself. LJ I'm cut out whatever. Throw all the sheet. <sighs> going on to what I'm going to call anime news, even though it's not really anime. It's animated. Uh, Samurai Jack is coming back. Yes. And I'm super stoked about that. Uh, that's been that's not really new news. People knew that that was coming out, but they finally released an image of Samurai Jack Revival is what it's going to be called. Um, it actually looks the exact same. It looks really similar. One thing to note with the picture immediately is that there's blood. A big yeah. reason that Samurai Jack took place in the future and that he was fighting robots and stuff was um, they couldn't show red blood and get the rating they wanted. Oh. Yeah. Because so it was on Cartoon Network. And yeah. aliens with green creatures that weren't bleeding because it was green so it wasn't blood. Um, so that's a big deal. Is this coming to Cartoon Network? Uh, I think it's Adult Swim, specifically. Okay. Yeah, I think oh. it makes sense having it aimed towards adults more, because the people who watch this were, you know, are grown-ups now. people would think that way. There's so many companies out there that, like, don't uh, grow up with their fans. So One I think people... I noted, uh, sorry. Go yeah. ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I just, no, sorry. <laughs> I can't talk. Um, I think it's cool that they're adding blood. And that they are paying attention to the age and their uh, right. of their audience and like who their audience is specifically um, yeah. because I don't know I didn't actually watch the show that much when I was uh, you know when it was on Cartoon Network because I still thought it was too violent and I thought you know okay. it was scary um, just little kid me ah, thought cool. that um, it probably wasn't actually that bad but now people can actually like watch it and get that sort of you know. At least what they look what looks like they're trying to provide is that violence, which yeah. hopefully won't be like inappropriate violence, but it's like if there's gonna be blood, you know, obviously it's more mature. So Yeah. yeah. I think it's gonna be really good. My question is when did beards become so big? Like this when is a new development, grow. right? Hipsters. Ah <laughs> oh, Joe <laughs> <laughs> Like Samurai Jack's got a beard, uh what is it, Kratos? Kratos? 
Kratos has a yeah. beard in God of War. I think but, having a beard means that you you it just shows age. And I'll admit it shows that over maturity, the last year I've grown a beard. I guess. <laughs> I just I don't have one. Oh. I, wish I, did. <laughs> I I've had I call it just stubble. My friends call it a beard because it's not really a beard uh, for the last year or so. That's like what's in right now. I don't. Also yeah. the hipster. Also the hipsters. Hey. That's Samurai Jack, the hipster. He's, He's got hipster. the long hair, the beard, the blood, like, trying to look cool. Got all, get all needs some tattoos. coffee. You know, go to some gluten-free bakery. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> that I've been be the, to one. It should be Samurai Jack goes back into the future, but it's our modern-day future. Oh, gosh. It's, <laughs> it's just him going to, like, a coffee shop. <laughs> It's fitting in completely with his beard and his long hair. He gets a man bun. Yeah, he, he just come to <laughs> Seattle. He'll fit right in. I mean, honestly, oh every goodness. part of him fits in Seattle. There he is. <laughs> More I think I about promise it, everything is locally sourced, including the cotton fibers. <laughs> That's Aku's <laughs> new curse. He's like, I'll send you to modern day United States. <laughs> anyway. Flannel jerk. You just need the flannel t-shirt and skinny jeans. <laughs> Accurate. Oh then he'll look is... like a like a youth pastor. There you go. <laughs> but anyway, anyway We've going out so far out of control. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Samurai Jack. Yeah, Samurai Back Jack. To the so... past, Samurai Jack. Now. Go ahead to movie news, Jelly. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go right into movies. Uh, so Warcraft which was the big video game movie that everyone was looking forward to, is now the highest-grossing video game movie of all time. Which I refuse to believe. Super Mario Bros. will always be the best in my heart. No. <laughs> Ew. I love okay. that movie. I, like, I loved it <laughs> You're because the only of one. Ew. <laughs> this is, she's very straightforward with it. <laughs> yeah, she's like, Bro. I was trying to think of something clever, and she was like, no, no, <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> Do you nope, not having that? Joe, did you see that movie? Uh, oh yes, yeah. <laughs> I loved it because it was a bad movie. <laughs> oh, it was certainly bad. I mean, you're the one who likes Sharknado, so it makes sense. <laughs> but you mean to tell me that your name is Mario, Mario, and Luigi Mario? That was the best line ever. There was only That's... one thing in that entire movie I liked, and it was the bob bomb. Okay. Because <laughs> it was actually a little bob bomb. Yeah, the bob bomb. Gosh. Anyways, back to Warcraft, which is yeah. the main point. Yeah, Warcraft, despite the very weird mixed reviews, apparently critics have been saying one thing, fans have been saying another. Um, yeah. A lot of people are saying that you basically have to have played through Warcraft and, you know, know the lore, I guess, the story to really get all to, that's to get in the movie, which I guess makes sense, but at the same time, that's kind of disappointing, because I was right. kind of wanting to see it, but now it's, I haven't played Warcraft at all. I didn't even it play It has World me Warcraft super worried, because I didn't play World of Warcraft. I played Warcraft before there was a world. So, mm. I don't know how much I know. Like, see, I have well, the main and, idea. And it's funny, because my situation is that I, I'm like Cody, I played the Warcraft without the world, all three of them, including the expansion content. But I also played World of Warcraft until, like, three expansions ago. I mean, I haven't played in several years now. I guess I've played through Wrath of the Lich King. But oh, yeah. even that's, like, have I played recently enough to understand anything going on right. in this movie? I don't know. 
And see, I just I I played it once on my friend's computer. And that from what I've heard, it's doing better overseas than it is in the United States. So that's interesting. Zog Zog! Stop poking me! (laughs) Um but doing I mean, the highest grossing game, I mean, or, sorry, highest grossing video game movie. I don't know. I guess it's a good thing. Beat Up Prince Persia. I just, I just want video game movies to be good. And I think maybe Warcraft isn't the best, you know, video game movie of all time. But knowing that it's being successful is giving me a little bit of hope, I suppose, for other games. I was going to say, like, if... If this is getting out there and, and making waves, then that's good for other video game m- movies. Yeah. I mean, I want a Legend of Zelda anime, and I want a Metroid Prime movie, live action. You know what I want? I just saw this. I want a uh, Kid Icarus movie. That'd be cool. Because the Kid Icarus Uprising is, most of it in itself is, I mean, there's the gameplay, but mm-hmm. there's also dialogue that's running throughout the whole thing, and it's so funny and just brilliant, and the anime style is gorgeous, and if you could just make, you know, like, I, I remember there was a, um, for Super Smash Bros, when Palutena, you know, entered, entered the ring, or whatever, and they always do that little short video for, um, any other, like, new character coming in, and they uh-huh. had it in Kid Icarus style, that anime style, and it was gorgeous, and I'm just like, can I have more of this? And I, I don't really see it happening, because Kid Icarus is not popular at all, but... I just, right. you know, that could work. In Elder Scrolls would be cool. Ooh, Elder uh, Scrolls. Going into the medieval. I was really hoping Warcraft would be the next Lord of the Rings, and for the sounds of it, that's not going to be the case. Um, yeah. But I could see a Skyrim doing something like that. Um, I really want a Metroid Prime game, and I know it'll never happen, because mm-hmm. Metroid Prime is basically based off of Aliens, the movie. Um, so, I've heard that that's not, like, it wouldn't be that good, because you'd have a game a movie based off a game that's based off a movie but i think a metroid prime movie would be so good halo is always one that gets thrown around yeah yeah i mean we could talk about this for ages i feel like we've had oh. talked about this and we will continue to we talk about will. it probably again i'll later. always talk yeah. about it joe what's I your movie talk. of choice for a video game to be turned into one? Oh, i said that weird oh to be turned into one yeah I I kind of got mine with Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core. Okay. Was, was that it, Crisis Core? Great. Um, I don't even remember the name of my own movie. I don't think that think might have been one. I saw Final Fantasy No, VII. Advent Children was the one I was That's thinking. That's what I saw. Okay. Uh, I thought Advent Children was just the bee's knees. That thing was so cool. <laughs> They're making a new one. I uh, can't remember what it's called, but I've seen some art of it. <laughs> um, LJ's would be Professional Farmers in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah. An, anime that's out that I, an anime that's out that I legitimately need to watch because I think the... I, I've only played a little of the video game, but I think the style is so fantastic, is uh, Objection. Uh, oh. oh uh, Ace, Ace Wright, Ace, Ace, Ace Attorney. Ace Attorney. Phoenix Attorney. Wright, Ace Attorney. Yes, yes. Um, that's an anime that's out. I need to watch it because I've, I've heard really good things about it. I really like those games, the style mm-hmm. of those games. Speaking of, people are saying that uh, they get their anime recommendations from me for some reason. Um, nice. I have not seen it yet. I don't know how rated dark it is. Um, but I'm my next on my list is Your Lie in April. I have been ah. told that it will make you cry and that you shouldn't watch it alone because oh. you need someone to cry 
into their shoulder as well. Um, Are we technically considering Voltron? I guess Voltron's an anime. Yeah, I'd consider that an anime. It's an American anime, but it's definitely like an anime style. Okay. That's my next on my list, though. All my friends are like, it's a really great anime. It'll make you cry. And I'm like, that's that's what I want in a show. I want to be completely depressed. Thank you. I didn't need... I don't need these feels, do I? I mean, <laughs> the I games need that, to be sane. The video games that make me that way, though, are the ones that tend to resonate with me deeper. True. The Last of Us, the Uncharted games, like I, I really like those because I mean, like I, I bawled my eyes out like a kid playing through The Last of Us. And I think a Full Metal Alchemist, like Full Metal Alchemist, always made me. I I don't cry. I'm a man, um, but it you it cry. made me. My ears water up because I was cutting onions, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> your brains just melt out. Okay, but yeah, you're lying, April, because I know people have been listening to my recommendations. Um, if it's rated R, I'm sorry, I haven't checked the rating on it, but I've, it's next on my list. I've heard good things. Uh, we're talking about movies. Let's get back to movies. Movies. <laughs> There's only like one thing I found for interesting for the poll list for both movies and Blu-ray. There's like no interesting blu-rays coming out so the only movie coming to theater that's kind of interesting is independence day new independence day movie resurgence right so. I you said interesting in a world where it's one of those movies for sure in a world where we're taking movies we've already done and making them again <laughs> to get more money is will smith gonna punch another alien in the face He's not even in the movie. That makes me so sad. Like, why yeah. make an Independence Day movie if you can't have Will Smith in it? His character is dead. That's a spoiler. Probably. <laughs> it's, you haven't seen it, it in the trailer. Just bleep it out. It's not a trailer. That, oh, that can't a be a spoiler. That can't be a spoiler. Okay. I think that they have talked about his death in the trailer. Because oh. I think his son is one of the characters. Oh, like, wait. Is Jaden Smith in it? Not Jaden Smith, okay. but Will Smith's character has a son, and that son is... <laughs> Please put Jaden Smith in it. Oh, gosh. Anyway. No. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, so, if you're a fan of Independence Day before, now you get Independence Day again, but with, you know, bigger guns. I think we should have a Jaden Smith movie where it's white Batman that he did for that wedding. It was like Kanye's wedding or something. He dressed in a completely white Batman suit. <laughs> Gorgeous. <laughs> uh, <really> weird. <laughs> I'm too old to think that stuff's cool. <laughs> I don't think that's it... got. That's got to be it. <laughs> I'm just I out of touch. Tell me that shit. <laughs> Tell me the world's just not full of idiots. <laughs> I want a white Batman suit. That I want a Batman suit in general. That'd be cool. I'm Batman. Oh, Batman. Oh, Batman. Anyways, uh, going on to some TV news. Uh, not a whole lot going on. We are talking about Batman kind of in that same vein. Going back to DC, Tyler Hocklin? I don't know if I'm saying that right. Hocklin? Um, he's probably. That inflection was beautiful, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Hocklin? 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 <laughs> I'm a growing boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we know that, Cody. We know. I'm sorry. Uh, Tyler Hawkland, um <laughs> is the new Superman for Supergirl. 
Um, and they're going to have an act. We talked about this a couple weeks ago that Superman was going to have Supergirl was going to have a Superman in the first episode. It's a really big deal because it means that they're loosening um, DC's cinematic. It's kind of loosening their uh, tight hold on the rights of everything for the TV shows. Uh, one thing I really like about this Tyler Hoechlin guy is that he actually looks like Superman from the comics um, in a way. Not the best that anybody could, of course, but uh, I don't know what it is about Smallville and the Man of Steel movies. His face is really wide, and I think of the long, tall face that Superman has in the comics. Um, I think this fits that a little bit better. Um, I don't know if he's jacked enough to be Superman, but uh, he, he looks the part, in part as far as the face goes. Um, they've talked about him having a bit of humor, which we haven't seen in Superman for a while. Humor! What? Yeah, a DC, DC character? No, there's That's no humor in DC. Impossible. Marvel <laughs> stole all of that. Yeah. They own, they so, own they it. Here's hoping for that, um, but it'll be monumental. It's been a long time since we've had a Superman on the TV screen. Um, also, for all those who are really into Ghostbusters and are really mad that all the Ghostbusters are female for some reason, um, uh, there's an animated TV series coming out, and it's going to be the original, not the original cast, but the original characters. Um, should be coming out in the next year or so, I guess. I'm not that big into Ghostbusters. Don't uh, hate me. It's I'm going to get... I'm going to get beaten black and blue for this, but I think the original Ghostbusters movie was hot crap, too. <laughs> yeah. I've seen yeah, tweet me. Leave comments. Ooh. Yeah, tweet us. Just let's get all the hate mail. It's fine. I wasn't. I don't know. I, like, maybe in I was in all seriousness. Young. Well, like I just watched them for the first time a few years ago, and okay. everybody had hyped them up so much, and then I watched them, and I was like, uh, it then maybe it's because we watched it so much later maybe before it's time it was really good i don't know i saw part of it and i was just confused which i mean i probably should have been confused because i went to like the last quarter of it but i was just <laughs> like what and why and how they like, all those questions and i'm honestly if uh, i know everyone's hating on the new, this new movie but they're SNL cast, and I love SNL. Well, that's essentially <laughs> what the original cast was in the original movie, too, though. It was Dan Aykroyd. Exactly, yeah. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. I may enjoy it. Especially considering I never really saw all of the first Ghostbusters. It's nothing for me to compare it to. So, I may go see it, because I love the actresses. Perfect. I say go for it, then. I mean, I hope that it's good. I really do, but I didn't even like the original. I genuinely did not like the original. I, That's how I am. I just some don't of my care. best friends think I'm an idiot because I didn't like that movie. I like You'll never the, be able to critique a movie again. No one will listen to you. They're like, well, he didn't like <laughs> Ghostbusters. Oh, so well, what he did he know? Like yeah, and then so and then my friend crazy. runs around. Yeah, my friend runs around like I am the key master. Are you the gatekeeper? And I'm like, <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Like, okay, there was a giant marshmallow dude. Good one. Just, Mr. Michelin Man. I don't know. This podcast is ending on a doubter. I don't know where this we're podcast like, went. Right, we've been going again. down we've been going down weird roads we should not have gone down, but we did it anyway. That's how that's how you make good podcasts. I bet people have loved our last few podcasts more than our other ones where we're very straightforward and newsy. Um, yeah. I, I think that this is more fun. 
Yeah, yeah, we're I having agree. a better, more fun time. Hopefully, our listeners are. As well. I'd listen to this if I didn't hate my voice so much. Let me check. Uh, see if Nothing we have on the Twitters. That's what I was about to check. Thanks. No, we did Fine. 18 hours ago. Ah. What? We do have one. Hey. Oh. You can Jonathan cut that out, Gilbert. We have one from Jonathan Gilbert as of 18 hours ago. Okay. Uh, I've not screened this ahead of time, so maybe we have to edit around it. Let's let's see. What is your opinion on churches that only preach on end times and dodge preaching on the rest of the good news of Christ? Okay. <laughs> That's kind of not bad. Jonathan doesn't, Jonathan doesn't throw errant punches very often. <laughs> let's get right to the point. Go ahead, oh. Joe. <laughs> yeah, start. So only ah. preach on the end times. Um, dodge preaching on the rest of the good news. Yeah. I personally feel like if if the only reason, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's an invalid reason, but if if the only reason that someone follows Christ is out of fear for what's going to happen, they're yeah. not seeing the whole picture. There is so much more to being a follower of Christ and having brothers and sisters to, to go through life with. Uh, I, I like the way that my preacher talks about this. He talks about heaven on earth basically being a, a wave crashing in, a wave of God crashing in on earth here, and and you know basically we get to share this life with one another here and now on top of for all eternity when we get to you know, spend it praising God. Like being in being in the presence of heaven and in the presence of God is going to be a purely joyful experience. We're not going to be there because we were afraid of something, right? Yeah. Um, and so I would I would have a doctrinal issue with 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 a preacher that refused to share that good news. I would have a really difficult time dealing with that guy. Personally, that's that's me. Mm-hmm. How about you, Shelley? Yeah, I just kind of feel uh, pretty similar to similarly that's word to what Luke. Joe was talking about. Yes, um, you know, it's just I've never personally been to a church that only preaches about the end times and not the rest of the Bible, but it just doesn't really make sense to me to go to a church. Like, why there would be a church that only talks about the end times and not about the gospel, not about you know. Everything else in the Bible that leads up to it, it doesn't make sense to me because, I mean, you're not going to have a genuine relationship with God if it's out of fear of what's going to happen. I mean, Joe sort of touched on this as well, how, you know, you're not going to get into heaven because you you turn to, I mean, I can, I can see how if you're scared of going to hell and you can maybe be introduced to Christianity that way and then actually build a relationship with God and that's what it turns into. But if it's strictly out of that fear, like, it never goes away and it just is, uh, I don't know. I just don't think it would work and it doesn't really make that much sense to me. So Yeah, I think, in my mind, it's kind of like one of these 24-hour news networks that try to get viewers to stay on their channel by using fear manipulate. That's mm-hmm. That's kind of what it sounds like is coming from there. Like, if there's no good news, like the, the good news, like Jesus is the good news. The gospel is the good news. Yeah. Right. If there's no good news, then what's the point? Yeah, I just don't know. 
So you guys gave me a little bit of time to think, so thank you. Um, <laughs> my thought is you can't... The reason you have bad is so that you have good. Um, if you don't have anything bad in your life and everything's good, you don't appreciate the good whatsoever. You have nothing to compare it to. Um, and so I think that goes with this as well. You can't have the good news without the bad news. Uh, or it, would be, it wouldn't be news at all. And so... I think that if you are only telling the bad news, if you're all doom and gloom, you're fire and brimstone, then you're not telling the whole story. Um, and I think that's um, a really important piece there that you know, you're not doing your job if you're only telling um, part of the story. And so I think people don't realize, but it's not just the Westboro Baptist Church that does this. It's a lot of churches out there. WVC is just kind of the most vocal um, but yeah, that would be my take is anyone who's just doing um, just doing, you know, the doom and gloom stuff, they're not they're not doing their job as a Christian uh, to spread the good news. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes me think of street preachers um, who constantly who constantly just say, you're going to go to hell, repent. It's just it's not I mean, I feel like we talked about this on the podcast before, but it's not really the way to approach people at all. It kind of turns them away from the religion altogether. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think you got to have the good with the bad and the bad with the good, but there's a, there's a balance there. Right. And right. I think it works the same just... way the the opposite way as well. I mean, if you're only preaching the good news and you're not you know, telling people if you're just about God's love and God's mercy, and you don't ever give a reason, pers- ah, ever give a reason to why people need that mercy and love, um, you're also not doing your job very well. And I know oh, that's kind of yeah. the other side of it. A lot of sugarcoating. Yeah. Um, a lot, a lot of Christians. Understand. Sorry, I'm totally butting into what you're saying. No, you're totally. <laughs> I was just there's so many Christians out there who just say, "Oh yeah, everything's all good because Jesus loves me, and I don't have to. I can you know do whatever I want because He forgives me." And it's like, do you remember what a sin is? Do you remember what repentance? Do you remember why He died for you? Do you remember all of these things? It's so important. It works both ways. Thank you, Jonathan, for giving us a tweet. Um, you are awesome. Um, not only that you've been tweeting us in the first place, but they've been great questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So Don't we forget, appreciate ladies it. and gentlemen, you're, you all can write in, too. Like, Please do hit it. Hit us up. Hashtag GUGcast. You want to make us all serious? Tweet at us. It's hard for us <laughs> to get serious, so this makes <laughs> us get serious. <laughs> That's the very end of the show. I really hope everybody makes it to that point. That was a really good question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hashtag... G-U-G cast. Um, ooh, before we end it, one other thing. I forgot I put this in the notes. There is a Chewbacca mom action figure that was made. Just want to throw that out there. I heard about that, and I just, I'm so done with her. I'm just, I'm confused. <laughs> and. Why, why are you so frustrated? It's just. <laughs> She made this video, and it was cute, and it was funny, and I mean, it was She made one video, and we've made 20 podcasts. No, I'm just kidding. Well, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. It's not like it was astronomically better than any other video I've ever seen. It wasn't, like, that much funnier than any other video I've seen. It was just like, oh, look at this mask. I'm having a good time with it. It's like, great. That's fun. I'm glad I to see someone's happy. I wish that I could have an action figure. It's just... I mean... It's not like she's being manipulative or abusive with it. It's yeah, and she's telling people about God. 
Yeah, but it's just, I don't know, maybe it's, I think it's mostly, you know, the kids' scholarship thing that throws me off, because it's like, what did they do to deserve that? I don't, I don't know, it's just so many people have to work for scholarships, and so many people, you know, really, really need the scholarships, and maybe they do, maybe they do need the scholarships, I mean, scholarships are always helpful for anyone, but it just doesn't really make sense, like, oh, can I just make a video of laughing now, and then can I get, like, a full-ride scholarship? <laughs> can that happen? I... I don't know. I did it's not kind expect of this much controversy. <laughs> you, I, when I saw this in the show notes, I was prepared for this. I was prepared <laughs> to just talk about this. Uh, how much, how overrated she is. Uh, I'm like, this is a thing. And Shelly was like, let me tell you about overrated, this thing. Overrated. Dun, 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 overrated. <laughs> like, I, I'm not even kidding. I, back when I was uh, in school, I mean, I made it sound like it's a long time ago. It really wasn't that long ago. <laughs> Last um, month. <laughs> Month. Yeah, it was around then. Um, my college writing professor showed us the video of, it wasn't like the original video, but it was one of those um, videos that takes a video and mashes it up and edits parts of it to make it into a song and uses like autotune and stuff. Um, so he showed us that and I, I was just shaking my head. I'm like, she is overrated. And I was like getting angry. And he's just like, why are you so angry? I'm just like, I'm sorry. I just, ugh. <laughs> So She's a great I lady, and I'm so happy for her, but it's just... Uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> that's, that is hilarious. Chewbacca mom, I think you're great. <laughs> She's a great person, but it's gone too far. What, what's next? She's going to be the president? She's going to meet... She's going to meet Mark Zuckerberg or something? Wouldn't she be better than most candidates right now? I'm just... Anyways. <laughs> no! <laughs> She's not. <laughs> I'm done. It's not with this. worse than them, I'll tell you that. I'm done. <laughs> I'm so done. <laughs> We're gonna end the podcast there, guys. I we need to let Shelly like relax and take a breather. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're gonna go get her a Chewbacca face mask. <laughs> uh, I don't want. I don't want. Oh, <laughs> uh, Joe, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitch at Righteous Fury Gaming and on Twitter at Joe Knows Games. Shelly. You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. You can find me on Twitch on shellshock24. And in the aisles of Chewbacca toys near you. <laughs> you can find me at Cody Armor on Twitter. YouTube.com slash Armor Cody. Talking about Armor Toady. Armor Toady. Armor Cody. I can't even say my own name at this point. It's time to edit it. Um, Ribbit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> keep gaming. Keep praying. God bless. No!